Welcome to the third week of our homily series we call Made for More. Tomorrow, as we said, is All Saints Day. Our gospel tells us today to love God and love our neighbor. Let's explore what saints, God, neighbors, and made for more have to do with each other. In order to love God and have a relationship with God, we must engage God through prayer, which we talked about last week. Two weeks ago, we spoke about engaging with others as we explored how to serve with love. Today, we are speaking about another beautiful way to engage with both God and others at the same time. There's a lot to these homilies, so if you'd like to review them, you can always do that by going to our website, saintmary.life, and just click on the homilies tab. Some of the saints are great examples of regular people who engaged with God and other people. Engaging with both God and other people gave them hope and strength on their journey, their journey through life. Because these other people gave many of the saints support to practice good Christian living when living such a life became difficult, as it often does for just about all of us, right? Other people helped them to have strength and stay the course. It gave them staying power, per se. You are made for more than trying to live your spiritual journey alone. For your faith journey and spiritual growth to have this staying power, you need to be known and loved and supported by others who are also trying to live out their faith. Without Christ-centered relationships, our walk of faith will almost certainly be a less steady one, and we're far more likely to fall and fail. You were made for more made for more than living alone and practicing your faith alone. When we have friendships in which Christ is a central part, we connect with him in a way that we are far less likely to do on our own. That's because your faith is personal, but not private. Catch that nuance. It's important. Your faith is personal, but your faith is not private. We grow in faith through relationships. So we need friends in faith because growing in faith is a relational experience. Growing in our spiritual life involves both God and relating to God and relating to others. The people in our lives pull us in their direction. They influence us they influence us for, well, either the good or the bad. Peer pressure is not just a reality for middle school and high school students. Peer pressure is not a teenager thing. Peer pressure is a people thing. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Your friends will influence, if not determine, the quality and the direction of your life. If you want to grow as a follower of Jesus Christ, you need people who walk with you in your walk with the Lord. Think about history just a little bit. Our grandparents lived in a Christian culture. 
We do not. If the only contact you have with other Christians is once a week at Mass or maybe a few times a month, and the rest of your time you're immersed in a completely secularized post-Christian culture that's often hostile to your faith, you are more or less trying to live your faith alone and on your own, which is a very difficult thing to do in our contemporary environment. It's nice to belong to a big church like St. Mary and to be part of something significant. But it's also easy to get lost in the crowd. You need to be loved and supported. We need friends in faith. Yes? Our strategy for helping you to develop friends in faith is small groups. One of the basic steps of spiritual growth is getting into a group. As a matter of fact, one of the best steps by far to grow spiritually is by participating in a small group. You may be wondering, what are these groups? And when and where do they meet? Well, a small group is just that. It's a small group of six to 10 people who meet on a regular basis in people's homes once a week or twice a month for 60 to 90 minutes. We plan to start a new round of small groups for Advent. It's a great way to prepare yourself for Christmas. And to get started is only a four-week, once-per-week commitment. For Advent, we will provide a brief video for you to watch each week. We'll provide discussion questions as well. Then you close in prayer, and that's about it. Really simple. You don't have to do or say anything that you're not comfortable with. It's so incredibly simple. And yet these small groups will help you form connections and relationships that are incredibly helpful to growing spiritually as a follower of Jesus Christ. Think about the people that might be in your group. We all come at faith from different perspectives, backgrounds, and experiences. My relationship with God is different than your relationship with God. All of us have some unique perspective that we can share. Whether you grew up in church and have taken your faith seriously for years, or maybe you're just kind of getting into it, you have something to offer other people about faith. And as you contribute your insights and questions and others contribute theirs, mutual growth will happen. We can influence one another into a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ. Small groups are not adult education. They're about life change for the better. The conversations that take place and the relationships that are formed can change people's minds. They can change people's hearts. And that can change people's lives. That can change your life. Do you want a better life? Even if your life is pretty good. Would you like a better life? Would you like a better relationship with the Lord? In these kinds of groups, old problems can be solved, new directions can be taken, and fresh habits can be formed. Don't say you're too busy. Everybody's busy. If you're too busy, you should definitely give a group a try. If you're stressed out, 
you should definitely give a group a try. If your home life is overwhelming, if your children seem demanding and it's just bedlam at your house, if your job is stressful, you should definitely give a group a try. And if your life is perfect, well, you should definitely give a group a try because we all want to learn from you. Small groups are an opportunity to share the wins and the losses, the troubles and the challenges that you're experiencing right now. Here's another beautiful gift. When you share your joy with others, your joy will be doubled. When you help carry another's hurt or heartache, you lighten their load. Besides the immediate value of small groups we've been talking about, small groups are like investing in long-term insurance. You invest in them so that when you hit the storms of your life, which always come, right? When you hit these storms, you have the support and friendships of Christian friends. You need to help you weather the storm. That's why we say here at St. Mary, small groups are our system, if you will, for member care. It would be impossible for me and our staff, which isn't very big, no matter how, staff, how big our staff may grow though, it would be impossible for us to provide all the support, all the assistance, and all the attention. <clears throat> See, I'm getting hoarse just talking about it. <clears throat> it would be impossible for us to supply all the support, all the need, and all the attention that you deserve. And we want to be able to do that. But in a healthy church, the pastor, the associate pastor, the deacons, the pastor's staff shouldn't be supplying you with that care. Sacraments are one thing. We need the support of friends that believe in the Lord. We should be giving that kind of support to one another. You should be giving that kind of support to one another. It's a basic foundational biblical principle. Love God and your neighbor. Small groups are our plan, our delivery system to make that happen. Through the years, I've heard very many stories about how small groups have been beneficial in people's lives. The Lord is teaching us, as we heard in the gospel today, we are to love him and love our neighbor. That is, we are to engage him and engage others. Small groups are a great place to do that. And honestly, it's the best way to live. These are all the things we want you to know today. Here's what we'd like for you to do. Surprise. For Advent, we are beginning a beautiful parish-wide small group experience called Rejoice, finding your place in the Advent story. These biblical reflections throughout Advent help you to prepare your heart and your soul for Christmas. You know, every Advent we talk about how we're so darn busy we don't even have a chance to reflect upon Christmas coming and opening our hearts and souls up throughout those weeks so that we're as prepared as we can be. Here's your opportunity. We encourage you to get involved. As I said earlier, it's only a four-week commitment. You just sign up and we'll get you into a group. That's a great way to meet some new people. If you already have a group, that's great. Just let us know when you sign up. You'll see a little checkoff box for that. 
If you're looking for new ways to connect with our parish community, joining a small group is the way to do that. We're also looking for people to lead a small group. If you were one of our three conversation coaches, you'd be an ideal candidate for that. So when you register, check off on the card. You want to be a leader. Or do you have a group of friends that you'd like to put together and lead them? Let us know, that's on the card too. Our team will provide you with all the content you need. Lastly, if you're interested in opening your, opening your home to host a small group, there's a need for that as well. You don't have to be a leader to host. If you want to open up your home to host, we will provide the leader for your group. We'll also have space available here at St. Mary on campus each Wednesday evening from 6 p.m., excuse me, 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. for small group meetings every Wednesday in Advent. As I mentioned, we will provide all the content you need to get started and keep going. So please, in the pews, you'll see these cards. Fill out the card in the pew and place it in the collection basket or go to our website, saintmary.life. Haha, see, it's like magic. Isn't that beautiful? Think about, today's a beautiful day, beautiful fall day. Think about Christmas is coming. What, it's two months away, less than two months away. You can take these four weeks and incorporate that beautiful imagery, that beautiful sensibility, that beautiful opening your heart, your soul, your mind to Christ. We would prefer that you go online to register because it makes it a whole lot easier for us to tabulate it. However, if you want to fill out a card, that's great too. Cards and pencils are in the pews. Here's something we don't often say in church. Please take out your phone. You can register on your phone at that address right now. That'd be a whole lot easier for us. So please take it out and sign up or fill out a card and sign up. We're going to give you a couple of minutes to do that right now. I beg you, do not let this opportunity pass you by. You won't be disappointed. I guarantee it. <laughs>